I'm Kyle Bennett, and this is the Views from the Press Box podcast presented by the Cumberland Times News. This is episode number 22. On today's episode, we have Bishop Walsh boys basketball coach Dan Preet on the show to uh, talk about his team and preview the Bob Kirk Invitational Showcase, which begins this afternoon at Allegheny College in Maryland. Um, over the next three days, uh, there are nine games total, three games each day at uh, 4, 6, and 8 today and Friday, and Saturday's games at 2, 4, and 6. Um, the full schedule can be found in uh, the print edition of the Times News or in today's preview uh, that was in today's paper about the uh, about the showcase. So uh, without further ado, we will throw it over to Coach Preet, and we will talk to you all next week. We'd like to welcome Bishop Walsh Boys Basketball Coach Dan Preet to the show. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming on. So uh, just uh, run through a couple of quick things here. Um, so... You know, you guys are coming off a, a strong end to the season last year. You win two games at the ACIT, and that was one of the big things uh, when you and I first talked after you got the job here that, you know, that was maybe not necessarily a barometer, but, you know, it was there was an emphasis on that, that you guys wanted to go there, win games, and then obviously, you know, eventually win a title. Um, so just uh, can you just kind of summarize how you guys are trying to kind of ride that wave? Yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's – uh, um community builder, you know, that tournament, and, um, uh, you know, we did well, at, uh, but we're also in the best conference in the world that we constantly have to adjust and figure out things and, and, and keep moving, um, and, you know, the, the, the goal is to be good enough and to run through such a gauntlet that you're ready for the Alhambra at the end for the community, um, and um, I think with what we've already played this year, <laughs> we're, we're, we're ready for it. Um, already, um, you know, the hard part is we miss Mikey, <laughs> um, you know, and, and I get it. He wanted to go back and, 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 and play football, and, and he did a great job with it. But, um, you know, he was a big connection for us. Um, but hopefully that now that we've been here a few more years, we still have a little bit more ties now with the community um, before. But, you know, I, I'm not scared to say we miss Mikey. We miss him. You know, he, he did a great job for us. So, uh we had heard just kind of how, sort of how it went down and how, you know, Coach Alkire at Fort Hill uh, with the football team uh, talked to Mikey about it and said, you know, just kind of tell me what your goal is and stuff like that. Um, and he mentioned that Mikey came here and talked to you about it. Can you just kind of tell us what that conversation was like? Yeah, no, been here yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it was a very good conversation. I mean, I'm not a... I can't believe you don't want to be here type of guy. I want the best for these kids no matter what, especially a kid like Mikey, um, who him and his family have been so good to us. And um, I flat out told him how much we wanted him here. But at the same time, I also told him that he needs to do what his heart wants to do. And, and he was missing football. Um, I think some of the situations last year um, with certain situations over at Fort Hill, um, played on him a little bit where it kind of drew him back a little bit and and I think he felt like he was doing this for not only himself but some other situations if that makes any sense yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah for Quan. yeah and um, I understand that and, and you know he, he's grown up here and um, it was very important to him so I told him we were going to support him you know no matter what um, and you know our guys have gone over to some of his games I 
traveled down to his Oak, Oakdale game down in Frederick because it's closer to where I live. And Beautiful weather for that game. Oh, my I was gosh. down there. <laughs> I, was, I was soaking wet. And uh, I'll be honest with you, once they went up, I think it was 28-7 at halftime, I was out. <laughs> I, was, I was cold and wet. You didn't miss much. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was a good conversation. And um, there were no hard feelings at all. I want the best for the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, you when we talked uh, yesterday morning on the phone, you know, you said Saturday, before you guys played, you guys were kind of following along on the state title game and yeah. whatnot. So. And you kind of had to refocus your guys like, okay, guys, and, like we, you know, we got a game, we got to play here. And, and it scared me because I thought after the first couple drives, and it was, I think, 14-13 or whatever it was, I really thought this was going to be a 48-45 type mm-hmm. game. And then I was like, uh-oh, what happened here? The, <laughs> the feet went dead or what happened? And then, you know, that they kicked that field goal. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty cool to watch. So you guys are uh, about a handful of games into your season. Um, can you just kind of give me your assessment on uh, this year's team and uh, on the young season so far? Well, whoever made their schedule might need to be released because uh, we've played uh, number one, number three, number five, and number nine in the country in our first five games. And, and um, it's been good for us. And, and, and it's been good to learn a new group. You know, you got to see them go through some adversity. You know, we could compete in those games that we couldn't win. We're on the road. We're learning about ourselves, all those things. But, um, you know, getting into the Christmas time um, and into January, February, I think this team's going to be totally ready. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're figuring it out. And just looking at your roster on the NIBC website, I don't know if it's the fully complete roster, but I think there were like seven or eight seniors on it. Yeah. Um, just how, uh, how important do you think that'll be as the season goes it, on to have those kids with miles on them? A lot, um, but at the same time, seniors, you know, they've been learning me and I've been learning them, you know, so it will take a little time, but um, it, it, it's, it's a good group of kids that can understand a little bit more how to grind. Um, and in this conference, you know, luckily we have um, four kids that have seen games in the NIBC before. Um, might not have played major minutes, um, but they've seen games. They understand how tough it is. And uh, hopefully that's going to pay off in the long run. And coach, uh, I mean, everybody around here pretty much knows Mike Williams by now. Yeah. Um, obviously, big returner from last year. Um, I guess coming up to this weekend, I, um, you know, for those who, you know, haven't seen him, seen you guys yet, you know, what are some of the, I guess, similarities and differences between this year's team and last year's? You know, I think. Other that, than just personnel. Yeah, I, I think this team is a little bit more of a um, grinding more physical team you know they'll fight a little bit more they'll they'll they'll, they'll you know mix it up a little bit more um, um, even though they might be a little undersized at times um, and I like that I think that, that's you know they have to do that um, offensively we're still trying to find our way um, we do try to still spread the floor and this group's learning how to do that um, because in our conference you know as big as we might look we're tiny in the conference and so we have to play a little bit more of a spread type of offense, and not everybody's used to that. So that's what they're trying to get used to right now. But, you know, so far, I mean, our games, you know, the Wasatch game when we played them out in Utah on their home court um, already this year, I think it was a 26-24 game at halftime. Um, then a couple of days later, you're playing the number one team in the country. It was 21-9. 
um, they were averaging 94 points a game, and it's 21. It's, you know, three touchdowns to three field goals at halftime yeah. of that team. Um, you know, same thing with Sunrise Christian. Our scores are lower because I think we're grinding, um, and it's a little more physical. So I like that. It's, it's, it's going to serve them well down the stretch. Is it hard at all to kind of, I guess, get the offense going when you are competing against yes. these teams day in and day out? Oh, yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, the, the one thing that I think is overlooked in this conference is the coaching is so good. I mean, it is every, – we know everything everyone's all going to do. I mean, it comes down to sometimes, um, you know, sometimes a kid has got to make a play, you know, rather than depend on a set um, because we know each other so well. Um, but, yeah, the coaching is off the charts. So, you know, COVID obviously took away a lot of things from, you know, in the high school basketball scene. But um, one of the things that kind of spawned into it uh, during that time was the NIBC. Um, can you just tell our listeners kind of how that came about and how Bishop Walsh being in it kind of came about? Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was an interesting um, – there's been talks about this national conference for many years. Um, and, you know, the, the goods and bads of COVID, the good came out of it for us is that being an independent um, private school, um, games became at a premium. We couldn't find games. Um, and conferences got stronger, um, and we knew that we now had to get together and try to figure something out. Um, so we are the youngest school in it by far. Um, but I think my relationships in the past, when I was at Montrose Christian, um, that kind of helped us get into something like this. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Um, and we get some great experiences, um, but we are the youngest group. We don't have a foundation that some of these schools have yet in this conference. Some of these schools have been doing it for, you know, Oak Hill's been doing it, I think, for 43 years. We've been doing it for two and a half. Um, and to be honest with you, you know, the first year was not really even at the national level. We were playing more local teams. So um, you can imagine the, the battle that we have trying to figure it out to bring it all together. But it's, you know, slowly happening. One of the things I really like about it is that, uh, you know, it, it, there are a lot of these, and we'll get into the, the BKIS here uh, momentarily, but there are a lot of things like that where a lot of these teams come together for a weekend um, you know, and you kind of get your conference games kind of, I don't want to say out of the way, but, you know, you get them all kind of in there in one foul swoop. And right. one of the things that you talked about, it might have been last year, was uh, how important that is for the kids because they're also students, yep. you know, and they have, you know, I think if, I think it was last year you said that they would only miss like two days of school or something. Like yeah, that. I mean, most of it's on the weekend, but... And that's the other part that COVID kind of helped with. Online learning has kind of helped a little bit. And, um, you know, for example, last week we're, we're, we leave on a Thursday. Um, we play the number one team in the country on Friday at 4 o'clock. We have study hall at 7.30 in the hotel lobby. You can imagine how much that, that was. That was a lot of fun. Kids loved it, I can tell you. Um, and then uh, we played again on Saturday. Um, and then we had um, individual or independent study hall Saturday and then Sunday on our flight home um, on our layover in St. Louis um, we took a corner of the uh, terminal and we had study hall <laughs> um, and you know those things are good 
you know, it's good. And plus, it teaches a lot of these kids that, you know, they are student athletes. They're not athletes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's students first. So, um, you know, and those things are good. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good thing. And, you know, our kids get to see different places that might never be able to travel or see those on their own. Um, so um, it's always an educational, you know, purpose on that trip some way or the other. And uh, speaking of the kids, I mean, when you guys are, you know, I guess kind of pitching the school, trying to get, you know, talented players to come come to BW, what are, I guess, some of the things about Bishop Walsh that, you know, you highlight? Well, it's community. I mean, it, it's it's incredible community here. I mean, it, it's not like some of the schools in the conference that are a little bigger and it's more just basketball. Um, you know, our advantage is there's, there's, you know, family community stuff. And um, I, I do like that a lot. Um, um, and, you know, that's a big sell for a lot of kids going away from their mothers and fathers for the first time in their lives, um, that they have that. Um, and, you know, that part's, that's part's good. Also, being able to promote that we are in this conference helps also. Yeah. You know, for, for a kid to decide to go, you know, to a Montverde or an IMG or one of those places that might have a lot more you know, then us, you know, it's going to take us time to get into that um, different type of recruiting battles for kids. Um, but we do have a, a wonderful community that's an easy sell. You know, there's a lot of people take care of our kids besides us. It's great. What do you, sorry, uh, what do you think it's going to take to kind of get closer to that, you know, ceiling? Time. Just time? Just time. You know, it's, it's, it's a grinding time. I mean, it's just these things don't happen overnight. You know, years ago when we first started this, there were not this many national teams. The national teams, the Montroses, the Oak Hills, the Finley Preps, um, St. Patrick's, um, you know, St. Anthony's, there weren't as many of them. And they were, the teams were loaded because that's where everybody swarmed. I mean, it was. So they kind of had like a monopoly on it, the yeah, players. It was, it was a wild um, time. Um, but some of those teams were just, ri I mean, gosh, grown men. <laughs> and now it's, it's, it's spread out. Um, and training has changed. And all these things have changed where there's probably more players able to compete at this level than there were before. Um, and so now it's just kind of this, it's, there's so many choices now, you know, where I mean, back in those days there were five or six national national programs. And now there's 40. You know, it's, it's a different animal so our NIBC kind of helps us gather that a little bit better so do you kind of feel like you're almost your role I guess as far as like roster um, construction is kind of like finding kids that are that good enough to compete at that level that maybe haven't been noticed yet by those bigger yeah, Montford IMG a schools. lot of under the radar yeah type of kids that have to uh, earn their stripes a little bit more um, you know that's who we are and uh, you know the Olivier's of the world you know, that kind of no one knew about, you know, now he's playing at Tennessee, mm -hmm. you know, Jalen Miller, you know, and those will start to happen more and more um, as we go, and that's how you build a foundation doing this. And you guys are able to kind of provide, um, you know, like you go play Sunrise Christian, there are going to be Division One scouts there anyway to mm -hmm. watch their kids. So, yep. you know, you guys kind of are able to provide an environment where these kids can come and, and be fostered and, and grow. Right. Um, 
so you know the other thing is this is the I want to, this is the fourth year of the BKI used to be the BKIT now yeah BKI. <laughs> yeah um, you know I know you have a good relationship with Tommy Reams over at ACM and, and you guys scrimmage them and stuff like that um, how important was it for this tournament to be at AC at Bob Kirk Arena I think you know growing up as a little bit of a basketball junkie and knowing Bob Kirk. Um, and knowing Allegheny College, even though I didn't live up here, um, was kind of important. You know, it was part of my, I, I guess, teenage years, um, where it was like, you know, it, it felt like sometimes when I was a little kid, you're coming up here and it was the NBA. You know, and it was kind of a cool situation. You know, I, 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 you know I'll be honest with you, you know, coming down from the D.C. area, coming up to Allegheny uh, College, um, I thought I was going to a different state. I had no idea. I was a young kid. Then I was watching this, you know, level of basketball that was just incredible. And when, when I got up here, um, and I think Coach Kirk had just recently passed, um, and I was like, wow, you know, I want to run my tournament. Um, what better way than to honor one of the coaches that was kind of special? Um, I never played for him, but I did follow him and heard from so many different coaches about how wonderful of a coach he was and um, Tommy and I have built a, a you know lasting relationship I think where I thought it was going to be a really neat thing to do um, and, and, and you know try to bring some honor into high school basketball um, over there and, and try to get it really going um, and you know I think we're getting there and you know we've, we've brought Gosh, I mean, some of the best teams in the country are in Cumberland. Um, we might not all know it yet, but, you know, <laughs> there's been NBA kids just like there were for Coach Kirk's teams. Mm -hmm. You know, the Isaiah Stewart's of the world. All those guys were. Jaden Ivey was here a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's just been incredible. And, um, uh, you know, it's been fun. And, and, you know, our relationship with Allegheny College is just off the charts. I mean, Coach has just been so generous to us and giving us practice time to helping us run the tournament over there. It's just awesome. It's just awesome. So, um, so you guys have kind of added a new wrinkle in this year with uh, kind of a local showcase game yeah. each day. Um, to, uh, tomorrow, or well, I guess this will be coming out tomorrow morning. So today, uh, the BW girls play, the mm -hmm. Southern boys play. I know you've talked in the past about your relationship with Coach Bosley. And uh, the ACM men play on Saturday. Right. How did uh, how did all of that come about to add that wrinkle? I want to add every year a little bit. Um, I wanted to get the girls' programs in the area um, a little bit of um, um, spotlight um, to try to um, help promote the girls. Um, and I want to build off of that um, for next year um, with the girls a little bit, uh, where we can get some more of the area teams involved. Um, and then, you know. Southern, I just their coaching staff has just been awesome. Um, I think they do such a great job. You know, I, I wanted them to come down and um, be part of this somehow. Um, and then, you know, Tommy's team is going to play after ours against um, um, you know, kind of a rival. And, and I think every year I just like to build it a little bit um, to where it becomes, um, you know, a, a tournament or an event that people want to be at all the time. You know, I think I've got. You know, a lot of the national teams want to be here. Um, now I want the local teams to want to figure out a way to get part of this and maybe even opening up part of the tournament here and the other part over at Allegheny College. Um, 
you know, it's kind of where I'm going with it. And, uh, you know, speaking of those Bob Kirk teams of the past, obviously the community excitement around those teams and, you know, every game was on television. Um, do you feel like, um, you know, with the BKIS or with other kind of local events that you kind of, guys are kind of building towards, you know, a greater kind of community, local excitement around those events? I, I hope so. I really do. I mean, I, I think it's a, um, not being up here during it, but coming up to some games and seeing Coach Kirk and all that stuff. It, 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 it I probably didn't understand it because I was too young, but it just felt like it was a big, you know, I thought Allegheny College and that gym was the community. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't know any better, right? And, and, you know, once you get up here and get older, you learn different things, you know, how good Allegheny and Fort Hills football teams have been and all this type of stuff um, and how important athletics is to this community. And, um, you know, I, I just think it's our jobs as coaches to try to bring it all together, whether we're playing each other or not. You know, we can provide events for each other and help each other out. Um, I, you know, that's just part of how we were raised I guess in the coaching world and then you know not everybody wants to do that <laughs> but I'm still going to push forward and try to get involved with as many schools as I can. So uh, tomorrow you guys play uh, Montverde uh, Saturday you guys play or yeah yep. today today you guys play Montverde on Thursday and uh, Saturday you guys play Legacy Early College. Um, what can people that are going to come out to it or watch online kind of expect from those two schools? Montverde is, um, they won the national championship last year. Um, they, they started out number one in the country this year. Um, they lost a game to AZ Compass, who's in our um, conference, but uh, I can promise you AZ was number two at the time. It wasn't an upset. Um, and Montverde is big, um, very talented, and very skilled. Um, a lot of size. Um, they have size that can play. Um, multiple positions. Um, so they're going to be a, a, a handful. Um, they can play inside, they can play outside. They're one of the best teams, if not the best team in the country. Um, Kevin Boyle is their coach, and he's been doing this a long time. And, you know, it's, um, I think sometimes these schools that have these win a lot get these raps well, they just have the best players, but. I would tell you that that man does an incredible, incredible job managing talent. It's not easy to do that. And so sometimes the respect for programs like that gets overseen by the regulars, but for people that know what's going on, he's putting a lot of personalities together and, and still winning. I, I mean, mean, people incredible. say that about, like, John Calipari, but yeah. he's made the Final Four three schools, right. so it's like, it's, you know. It's, you're managing an all-star team, yeah, and it, it's not easy, especially at the high school level because there's so many more. The kids aren't mature as mature, mm -hmm. um, and he's just done an incredible job. And he, you know, he started up in the Northeast area, you know, St. Patrick's and places like that, and um, he's, now he's been part of an empire down at Montverde. So what's it going to take for you guys to pull the upset in that Snow. Game? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we just got to play tough. I mean. Um, we have to keep the game in, it can't turn into a run and, run and gun type of game. Um, we have to have defensive possessions against them where they're shooting at the end of the shot clock, not at the beginning. Um, and, you know, obviously then you have to rebound the ball. And if you can do that, you can stay in it. Um, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's hopefully that, you know, 
we're at home now. We maybe we'll be a little more comfortable than we were on the road. And, you know, that halftime close games now maybe turn into three-quarter tough tight games. But, you know, it's, it's going to be a handful and a task. But, you know, our guys are excited. I mean, this is – I mean, how many times can you say you're going to play number one, two, three, I think five and nine in the country in your first seven games of the year, especially in high school? I mean, it's, it's cool. So we're excited for that. Legacy is um, – Cohen Carr was here last year. Uh, one of maybe the best athletes in the country. Um, just, gosh, I mean, some of the athletic dunks and, you know, plays he makes. Um, same type of thing. If you turn it into a run and shoot with them, that's what they want. So we got to have to slow them down a little bit and take our shots. And sometimes our shots are fast. Um, but defensively, we have to make teams shoot at the end of the shot clock, not at the beginning. And uh, just <clears throat> rounding out the field, uh, also here this weekend is um, Sunrise Christian, Law Lou, who's two-time BKIT champs, and uh, Oak Hill, just anything quick on them that you want to hey, Pat Holmes at uh, La Lamere is, um, um, you know, they're used to being in the top ten. Um, and um, I think they're 8-0 in Cumberland um, at our tournament. Um, so uh, he's comfortable here. Um, they, he's, the team's very well coached. Um, and then I will tell you that Oak Hill has a new coach this year for the first time um, who was part of Oak Hill before this. Um, they're extremely talented and extremely tough. Um, so I don't think they'll miss that much of a beat from losing um, uh, Coach Smith to retirement. And then um, Sunrise is as good as anybody in the country. They're, uh, you know, they won the NIBC last year but lost in the national championship Final Four. Um, but they're as good as anybody. They got size, um, shooters, um, a couple really good guards. They'll be, you know, and like I said, all these teams are so well coached. It's, you know, it's fun to watch. Last thing I have, um, <clears throat> you know, people people are always interested in, you know, well, uh, who from colleges are coming to the ACIT and stuff like that. Are there any uh, college scouts or NBA scouts even? I guess now that um, that you're able to share. Yeah. And I'll give you a couple things on that right now is, you know, the NBA is allowed to now, scouts are allowed to come to these games. That, you know, they've made a deal with the NIBC recently, um, and that, that's a good thing for, you know, down the road. Um, College-wise, it's interesting. If teams are in town, playing down in D.C. or, or they're local, they're, they're going to come out to these games. Um, but this conference has a um, connection to Synergy, which is an online um, and how you say it, uh, you video your games, the games are videoed, and they go out to everybody. Mm -hmm. So this new world of video um, has kind of changed the old way of college scouting, um, where they get to see all of our games automatically on a click of a button now. Um, and then when they start to like them, then they'll figure out how to come out in person. Um, it's tough because it's at the beginning of conference play for a lot of these colleges, so they're a little bit more focused on their team right now. Um, that's why this synergy package is really important. So um, there'll be some, but, uh, you know, I, I don't really know which ones. Yeah. Nothing else? Nothing All else. All right, Coach, thanks so much for coming by and uh, or having us here, I guess, here, here at BW, and uh, we'll see you this weekend. Great. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, Coach.